welcome to another episode of the Money Savvy CEO Podcast, where we inspire entrepreneurs in the hair industry to work on their business and not just in their business. I'm your host, Jen Drewy, former multi-six-figure hair salon owner turned small business tax expert and business coach. Now let's jump right on in. So today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the benefits of an LLC. And I got this question asked to me because I think in someone left in the comments on a previous episode, just asking like, Hey, I'm a barber and I hear a lot about the benefits of, or I hear a lot of people saying that I should be a LLC. Currently he is a sole proprietor and he's just wondering what are the benefits of having this LLC? And I feel like people think about business structures really in two different phases of their business when they are starting the business and then when they're growing and they're trying to figure out if that structure still makes sense so i feel like whenever you're thinking about a business structure you really want to just keep three things in mind you want to keep in mind how you want to be paid um, you want to keep in mind your um, how you are taxed and then the third thing is what you're liable for. So depending on those three answers will help guide you into selecting the right business structure. So I have here just the benefits of those three things for each of the main uh, business structures. And hopefully you'll see how beneficial a LLC is when we finish. <laughs> so the first thing, the first business structure that I really want to talk about is a sole proprietorship. Now, of course, this is the default business structure for any one person who wants to go into business, do transactions for money, then they are a sole proprietor by default. And it doesn't take any special um, documents or any special request on the federal level. So you are just a sole proprietor. And remember the thing, the three things that you want to ask yourself with any business structure is how are you going to be paid? How are you going to be taxed? And what are you liable for? So when you are a sole proprietor, the way you're paid is by taking withdrawals out of your bank account. Now, I just say regular bank account because as a sole proprietor, you are not required to have what's called the EIN, the employer identification number. I do suggest it. I recommend it. It's completely free. You get it from the IRS's website. It'll take you less than five minutes to get this, you know, nine digit number. And that allows you to have a business bank account. But I digressed. So the way you get paid when you're a sole proprietor is strictly by taking withdrawals out of either a personal bank account or a business bank account. And when you transfer that money, then you are paying yourself. Another way sole proprietors pay themselves is if your funds are commingled or even if you have a business bank account, but you make a purchase for something that is not tax deductible, then that's gonna be counted towards you getting paid because it's not a business expense. So that's how you're paid as a sole proprietor. Now, the way you're taxed is you are taxed on the individual level. A sole proprietorship in the, in the eyes of the IRS is what's called a pass-through entity. That means the business funds, a business taxes pass through the business onto the owner and you um, claim those on your individual tax return. So, um, individual tax return and then also you have to pay self-employment tax 
if you are a sole proprietor, if that is your business entity. And then as far as what you're liable for, you're liable for everything. So if you have business debt or if you have, um, um, what's the other thing? If you have business debt or if you get sued, then you're liable and your personal assets could be at risk. So that is a sole proprietorship. So for someone just starting out, let's say you're in school and you're doing hair and your basement, maybe friends and family, maybe it makes sense for you to be a sole proprietor because you don't have to worry about someone suing you or messing up. I mean, I don't know your friends, I don't know your family, but <laughs> if they are those type of people that would sue you or, um, try to take you to court or whatever, um, then maybe you wouldn't want to be a sole proprietor. But I would say that is when it would probably be okay. Because of course, with a sole proprietorship, there is no extra fees for filing, you know, that business structure. That's what you are by default, right? So that is um, sole proprietorship. Now, when we get down to partnership, a partnership is very similar to a sole proprietorship actually in the eyes of the IRS. It's just that instead of one person, it's two people. And the way you get paid is all dependent on what's written or what's verbally exchanged between the two or more people who are in business. However you guys decide money is going to be distributed to each other, then that's how you get paid. And um, how you're taxed, similar again to the uh, sole proprietor, the only difference is that there is a tax form, the 1065, where you would have it's an informational form that's given to the irs and you know you take that along with when you file your personal taxes and each each partner would get this form to file with their personal taxes and you're still responsible for your self-employment tax so that is how your tax very similar to a sole proprietor now when it comes to liability you're still you know liable you and your partners would carry all of the burden if anything were to go wrong. So that's the partnership. Now, when you get down to corporation, I'm talking about a C-Corp. Now the C-Corp is that original corporation business entity. And the way you get paid is if you're working in your business, then you would get a salary. You are required to take a salary. And you could also take a dividend but that dividend is also taxed twice because um, with a corporation, there's what's called double taxation. Your business is taxed, and I'm getting ahead of myself. So then you have, that's how you're paid. So you take a salary and you could take a dividend. Now, the way you're taxed is you're taxed twice. So remember I talked about how the sole proprietor and the partnership is they are passed through entities. So the business doesn't pay any tax. The owner or owners pay the taxes um, individually on their income tax return. But when you have a corporation, the business is actually paying a set amount, a set amount of taxes. And then you as the owner or owners are paying taxes on an individual level as well. So that's that double taxation. But then you are not liable. So your business is a completely separate entity and um, the debt that it 
it assumes and if anything were to go wrong, your personal assets are protected. So the liability, you don't have to worry about it if you have the corporation. Then you have S Corp. Now I put a star next to S Corp because it's a subchapter of the C Corporation. And this is actually fairly new, but um, this I think is, it uh, started in 1958. So originally it was only like the sole proprietorship and the C Corporation. And the president at the time, Dwight Eisenhower, little history lesson, Dwight Eisenhower caught a lot of flack for favoring large big businesses because people in business like mom and pop shops, they wanted, they didn't want to be double taxed, but they also didn't want to be held liable in their business. If anything were to go wrong or if they had business debt, they didn't want to be held liable. So he came under a lot of pressure and the treasury department had come up with like a merging of the two so that you could have an S corporation. So then you would get the liability protection, but then you'd still only be taxed once. So that's how the S corporation came about. So how you're paid in an S corp is you take a salary at that point, you could put yourself on payroll and then you can get dividends. So you see it's similar to the C corporation, but then the difference is the way you're taxed is you're still taxed as a pass through entity. So your business doesn't pay a tax, you pay the tax and it passes right on through. And then the other good thing about the S Corp is that you don't have to um, pay self-employment tax because now you're getting a salary. And then of course the liability we talked about, you don't have that liability because now your business is separate from you. So now we get to the LLC, which is the real question, what are the benefits to having an LLC? And the benefit really comes because of the flexibility that it gives you. Now. If you get a LLC, which is at the state level, at the federal level, the IRS does not even recognize LLCs. LLCs in the eyes of the IRS is just like a sole proprietor. So um, the default LLC, you get paid exactly how you would as a sole proprietor. So, or if you um, have multiple members of your LLC, it will be the same way as the partnership. So you would take withdrawals, from the business directly and then um, that's how you would pay yourself. And then how you're taxed, again, same as you are for a sole proprietor. So you would pay income tax on that at the, on the personal level and then you would pay the self-employment tax. Now, um, the flexibility comes in, oh wait a minute, and then, um, and then you're, you're not liable for you know business at business debts or um if you're sued your at your personal assets may be protected so the question was what are the benefits of having this llc well aside from just knowing that you're in business and you took the step to protect yourself and to formalize things i think that's huge right but another thing is that it offers you this flexibility where now you can say to yourself, hey, you know what? Instead of getting withdrawals every couple of, you know, every week or whatever, however frequently you pay yourself, putting yourself on payroll makes you look more established as a business owner. Because I know when I had my hair salon, I didn't do this and because I didn't know this stuff, but I should have been an S Corp. 
Um, but I didn't, I didn't know, but it gives you that flexibility. I had an LLC and that flexibility would have allowed me to put myself on payroll. And then when I was going to buy my house, I could have um, been a stronger candidate. Um, I did not get qualified for my house the first time I went because I was self-employed. You know, I had an LLC, but when you are a sole proprietor, they just make you jump through the ringer. And I talked about this before, but I wasn't doing all that I should have been doing when it came to taxes, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, and the, the next thing, the, another benefit is that you are, you have flexibility in how you're taxed. So again, when you start now, maybe this isn't as necessary for you, but as you are making more money, of course you wanna be able to keep more of that money. And then you can make that election to be taxed as an S corporation. I really don't see benefits of C Corp for the people that I work with, which are hair professionals. So I don't say that, but if you're taxed as an S Corp, then again, you're able to skip out on that self-employment tax. So that's a huge benefit right there. I mean, we just talked about two, so there's a third one. So the first benefit is that you can put yourself on salary. You get a W-2 at the end of the year. You are, you're, you're looking more like a, uh, an established business and anyone that you are working with to get funding or a loan, um, they're not looking at you funny because they are thinking you just work for company X, Y, and Z. They don't have to know that it's your company. So then you look like anybody else. You don't, you're not, you know, employed by yourself. And then the second benefit that I just talked about was, you know, that flexibility in how you're taxed once you make more money. Now, one thing to note here is that you may not see this benefit if you're not at that point yet. So I don't recommend all LLC members go out and get this election and ask the IRS to be taxed as an escort. Because when you are, when you make that election, you do have other expenses at that point. So now you're talking about getting accounting software, you're getting a payroll service, you are possibly looking at getting an accountant or a bookkeeper to work with on a quarterly basis. You're talking about um, additional um, payments to the IRS now. So it's, it's a lot involved and they have cost. So again, you wanna do a price comparison to see if it makes sense for you at that point. Um, the third benefit, cause I said it was three. So the third benefit really is that now you have, you don't have that liability because as a sole proprietor, you are liable for everything. So whether or not you make an election, this part is not the flexible part. Like this is, you don't have that liability. So as you can see, if you are currently a sole proprietor, getting an LLC doesn't do much on, you know, at a default level. The only thing that you are getting immediately is that you're getting that liability protection. You would have to do some extra steps for the other two benefits, but just starting out, if you're thinking, what is the, the main benefit? It would be that liability number one. And then as you grow, you just have the flexibility to get the other two benefits. So I'm keeping it real. That is, those are the three benefits. But again, only really one when you're just starting out and you, um, and you don't do anything special with that, with that LLC.
So I hope this helps. Um, for those of you who are sole proprietors and you're thinking, if I should, you know, make the investment at the state level, there is a fee typically at the state level. And I will say that most states require you to renew that LLC, I believe on an annual basis. I'm not sure the fee for all states. Um, I know where I am, it's about $300 per year. So it is an added expense, but it is tax deductible. So um, you don't have to worry about that. Um, but yeah, it's, it is an extra cost. But if you want that protection, I would say that's your best bet. And then as you grow and need the other two, it's an option for you. So those are the benefits. Um, and as always for your particular situation, always talk to a licensed professional, whether that's a tax professional or a lawyer for specific um, recommendations for you. Well, CEOs, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Money Savvy CEO podcast. Tell some entrepreneurs in the hair industry about this episode. It's on each of us to inspire one another to greatness. And if you'd like to help me personally, then please give me some stars and leave a review on this podcast because believe it or not, it helps me out. And I read each and every last one of them. And if you'd like to work with me personally, head over to moneysavvyceo.com to learn about my courses and accounting services. And until next time, keep making money and keep it savvy.